Coming up on this episode of Straight Talk for Straight Understanding. $2,145 a month yeah. for a one-bedroom. Do you hear me? How many square feet? The top floor? The top floor? They're about protecting us, but they're also about making money. So on, they're going on. Um, you know, some people are getting bullied because they're not vaccinated. Mm. Some people are, it's, so they're doing stuff like that. Situations like this does hurt. Mm -hmm. Um, people's ability to want to get the vaccine. We appreciate you tuning in here. Uh, straight talk for straight understanding. Um, we are five individuals with opinions who state our opinions, but we love and we're here for the facts. Am I right? That's right. Yeah, that's All right. right. Um, so if you weren't able to, last episode, we touched on a lot of news topics. The episode before that, we did something called vaccinated and unvaccinated. So if you didn't go see that, or hear that, please do that. Uh, right now, let's talk about, let's get into some something MJ just said because we was about to go crazy uh, trying to figure out what. So he has a new news for us. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out more about this as I'm reading it to y'all. But yeah, there's new news. So this is Johnson & Johnson. This is coming from the NBC. Uh, NBC, excuse me. This is coming from CBS News. And it looks like, again, Johnson & Johnson have halted the production of their single dose <laughs> COVID-19 vaccine. They halted um, it, like stopped it. Yes, reports say. Again. Again. Let's so, yeah, so get into it, right? Um, so what it's basically saying, though, that the, the drug maker Johnson Johnson has halted production of a single dose COVID-19 vaccines, according to New York Times reports. Mm -hmm. um, the pharmaceutical company last year quietly shut down production um, of, their, of their plant in the Netherlands. It's somewhere in the Netherlands, though, not in the U.S., in the Netherlands. Um, which was the only factory facility where usable um, doses of the vaccine was manufactured in the Netherlands. So I, what it's saying here, this caught some of the customers off guard, including developers of the nation who preferred the Johnson & Johnson drug over the, the two the alternative, the regular two doses, yeah. like the other ones, right? Um, because from, I remember Johnson Johnson was a one shotter, right? Yeah. One -shotter. Yes. Yeah. 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 No, no boosters, follow ups, and none of that. Okay. Right. So I, I, I'm wondering why. Um, what, but it's just so interesting. This just goes into our, our, our what we constantly talk about, and it's the growing facts, the growing science that um, we're, we're like taking in vaccines, we're getting vaccinated. Uh, let's say, for example, we got the Johnson Johnson two weeks ago, right? Mm -hmm. And then two weeks later, we get this news. Yeah, that's yeah. scary. Yeah. We're, scary. Where am I going to... Talk gonna... about why we're hesitant for stuff like this. It's that's like, right. I understand vaccine does have history. It's been around for years. But, like, this is literally progressing, like, daily. Like, one day you got the um, the Johnson, the next day it's saying that it's been discontinued or it's being um, retracted. Mm -hmm. Like, that's, that's scary. Yeah. If it's not for anybody else, like, that's the reason why I would consider being hesitant to, like, jumping on the vaccine on um, bandwagon or something so new. Like, no vaccines are not new. They've been, they have history, as our health majors in this room would tell you. However, COVID-19 vaccines, that mm -hmm. is new. Mm -hmm. Like literally, the Johnson and Johnson, this is not their first um rodeo. Like they've been on, they've been off, they've been back on. Like that's crazy to me. Right. Yeah. And, and the crazy thing about it, the Johnson and Johnson vaccine is usually what's be what is being advertised and preferred in like these poor countries. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And and at first, well, even still, but within the black community, especially when it first came out, they were shooting that. So it's just kind of. Like, why can't we get it right, Johnson & Johnson? Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's I'm, not, I'm not wrong. I, I believe. Do you guys remember there was, like, this little moment where people, they were they were in Africa testing the COVID 
vaccines. You guys remember that? Oh, yes. There was there, and then there was like an uproar of like now they're you know they're out there testing in poor places, da da da, and they stopped it. But uh, but it's just so interesting how how something we're two years in. Mm-hmm. The vaccine production has been about a year and some change. Am I right? Yeah. yeah. And so we're constantly. What is it? Are we are we a year and a half in? And we should have this down pack, or are we a year and a half in, and we should expect all these like pushbacks because a year and a half is not a long time. That's you get what I mean? Not like, a long time. It's yeah. not, but it is it is it though in a, today's yeah. age? Is it a long time? You know? Well, can we stop looking at people for being for being hesitant? Can we stop looking at them crazy? Because do you understand? Like this is new. Like, yes, um, you know the history, the um, the vaccines. Vaccines are not new. However, this one is new. Like, look at the, the ever-changing news for vaccines. And you yeah. want people to just, oh, have blind faith, yeah, go get tested. Mm-hmm. It's not, I mean, go get vaccinated. It's not that easy of a choice. Yeah. Right, right. The news, for some of us. Like you said, it's o- it was always changing. It's always Even changing. Even going back to our last episode about um, um health disparities and all that, all those things. The reason why, in my humble opinion, why people were so quick to get Johnson, because it's only one shot. Yeah. So I only have to take off one day of work. Mm-hmm. I only got to, you know, I only got it's, it's an easier way, especially in, under public. It's convenient. Yeah. yeah. And now the, it's, but, it's no mistake. Yeah, but it's crazy that Johnson Johnson's the one that, that just keeps messing up. Yo, it's a mess. It's I know. It's a mess. There's still the one, the one shutter. Is the one yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 like, um, Mandated versus mm-hmm. no longer mandated. I showed a video 
um, and this is probably my new news, is um, how a bunch of kids celebrating, young kids, like they could have been second, third grade mm. when the teacher announced in Vegas. Mm. She, she announced, we're no longer going to have to wear masks. And these kids, uproar mm. and excitement. And excitement because they don't want to wear masks. Mm. But how, how about I, my, other, my other news is five, five states uh, report their highest vaccine. I mean, not vaccines, uh, COVID. Yeah, um, Florida, Guam, Hawaii, Mississippi, South Carolina, Virginia, as of Wednesday, are reporting, um, have deaths uh, doubled. Mm. Deaths right. doubled because of COVID. I would like to see what happens the next day after those children took their masks off and two got cold. See what the numbers what happened. It's, yeah. pretty, it's pretty, like, yeah. it's almost interesting because... Uh, we're United States, mm-hmm. but we are individual states, and mm-hmm. we have our own individual state laws, and um, and those, we we abide by those mandates. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you, when you live where we live in Connecticut, you have the tri-state. So usually, what New York does, Connecticut follows. Yeah, you know, it used to be like that. Well, it's mm-hmm. similar. It's very similar. So uh, right now, we know New York is gonna take the mandate off. Mm-hmm. You still have to be vaccinated if you want to go into certain venues. However, you don't need a mask anymore. Mm. So now we got five states with its double numbers doubling and then we got populated states like New York who no longer need masks. Yeah. It's like this but stuff, the information is changing. Because now, you know, we've been playing this blame game. We're still blaming those who are not vaccinated as the reason why COVID still came. But now, who who are who can we really blame when those who are vaccinated, you're not wearing a mask. So when you're still getting sick, when you're still, um, you know, not socially distancing, who are you blaming now? Who, right. who, who is the reason why you're getting COVID? Is yourself? Or are you still going to be blaming those who are unvaccinated? That's a good point. Um, I guess um, I could tell you about my news for today. Yes. And then, because uh, I feel like um, what the governor did and the... Um, the uh, let's see the executive orders that he has. So um, Connecticut had the state representatives pass eleven of his executive orders, including keeping the statewide school mask mandate. Mm-hmm. So and I'm glad they did that. But to go back to what you were saying about who to blame, it's definitely factual in many households that children are in school, coming back to the to the home, infecting people with COVID. Because some of these people haven't left the house. Mm-hmm. The only thing that's coming in and out of the house are the children. Yeah, so yeah. And, it's, and it's hard for children to keep masks on all the time. We get yeah. it. Yeah. But I think that the protection was there because they have to wear them at least most of the day. Oh, and so, so Connecticut does that. I'm still school. Yeah, yeah it says oh. here, breaking news on Eyewitness News 3. Wow. And I'm glad they did that because I, I have elders that have children in a home. Um, and so I was a little worried about them not having to wear masks. It's only for two more weeks. You know, and the folks that were um, protesting as if a child got shot in the street mm-hmm. unjustly mm-hmm. when all the state of Connecticut is trying to just protect our our state and our, our residents and our voters mm-hmm. is, you know, keep the mask on for a couple more weeks. Mm-hmm. Here's people from um, Greenwich and I think it was Norwalk um, protesting to take masks off immediately. Mm-hmm. I just, I mean, I'm a parent, a grandparent, a great-grandparent. I just didn't understand that. So Can we that's know my that breaking Greenwich news. Can we know that is a more affluent um, what, city, city, in, in, city in Connecticut? In Connecticut. And I did so see, it's, it's, yeah. It's not, I don't think it's a mistake that the richest mm-hmm. um, city in Connecticut is the one who is um, protesting against 
And then you know I mean, what? I'm sorry, that's interesting. Um, and then the, that's interesting. And they also, they're so rich that they do have a lot of people of color who do, are their servers mm -hmm. and caregivers. They should be mindful of everyone. Everyone doesn't have the same health care right. protection. Yeah. So when we talk about know. masking, then I'm asking, we have to talk about everyone who, you know, what everyone's at risk mm -hmm. for. So that's great. Thank you. So I have a question for mm -hmm. everyone at the table since we're talking about kids. Um, how do you guys feel about kids being vaccinated? Um, like in this time. What kind of are as nervous. kids? Yeah, yeah. What age oh, kids? Yeah. Children. Like, give us Children. Right. Like, I'm a child of God. I'm, I'm a child of God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm talking about like um, elementary school. So like, honestly, like yeah. four to twelve, I guess. That's good. Yeah. Maybe like up to fourteen, I guess. So like, you saying how do we feel about? Yeah, like, what's kids your opinion? Getting vaccinated. Yeah. yeah. Like, do you think it should be a thing? Should it not be a thing? Well, it is it already is a, a thing. thing. Well, it's, it's a thing. thing. It's already it's a, a thing. thing because you guys all remember you have yeah. to get certain vaccines. I want to say there's three of them, but yeah. it could be more. Uh, that you, your parents would be responsible for getting you before mm -hmm. you actually enroll yeah. in school. Yeah. Mm -hmm. However, how do I feel about adding this vaccine onto that list? Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm using the word hesitant. I would think because what I'm, what I'm thinking in my head is how can I protect my family? How can I protect my young one to have a better future? Mm -hmm. And in all ways, I think I think of feeding them right. They can make sure they have a home, right? I'm making sure they have health care. Making sure they're not constantly exposed. That's the best I can do. As far as vaccines go, I think implementing, putting something in a child for something they don't have that their immune system could possibly grow and to protect. Mm -hmm. I think I will, I just don't feel comfortable with that. So I don't know if anything, uh, any child under 14 should even get vaccinated. Uh -huh. But, um, but what is, what is everyone else's opinion? Honestly, me personally, I will also feel uncomfortable. But look at the narrative that um, the children are listening to. Because now children, like um, high elementary school age, now they're having the um, vaccinated and unvaccinated conversations. They they're try. having arguments and debates. Um, as children, mm -hmm. so like they are, they are aware enough and cognizant of mm. enough to be to be enjoying these conversations. So it's, it's exactly like they are. Um, you know, some people are getting bullied because they're not vaccinated. Mm. Some people are. It's so they're knowing stuff like that. So I I would go as far to say, as if the child is saying, "Hey, I want to make this decision," and the parents is on board, why not? Um, but it, I for me personally, I would feel uncomfortable only because how many like look at the changes that's going on. Yeah. Yesterday Johnson was okay. Now today Johnson's not okay. And when we give something to um, a child like this is this is our future. Like literally, um, they can grow from um because with you know how you know most diseases do like they can like develop uh, immunity over time. So here we are giving them something that they don't have to you know endure really. Yeah. So I just wouldn't feel comfortable with it. That's some really some things are done just at birth. So, and just to add in about the Johnson and Johnson stuff, just for clarity, guys, you said we want to make sure we give clean, clear, and straight facts. Yes. Mm -hmm. Whether or not it's it's uh, it's okay or not okay, that wasn't really specified in the in the article. Okay. Only specified that they shut it down, and that's there's wild. no reason why. And that's again in the Netherlands. Not too sure why. Oh, in the Netherlands. In the Netherlands. So not in the states, but again, there's no clarity of why. Um, but that's almost like when your name is attached to something, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. then regardless of it being yeah. safe elsewhere, you're attaching it to you that. Still, yeah, 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 somehow, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. and that would that would add that's to the hesitancy. Black in America, not every black person is a criminal, but like you're. Come on now, we're not talking about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, for real. But let's. <laughs> what was your opinion, MJ? Okay, my opinion on that was essentially um, like even hearing um, about 
even hearing about um what we were just talking about, like with Johnson and Johnson and having this whole slip up releasing the network, whatever's going on in the Netherlands and they stopping the production of their 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 vaccine. What I want my twelve year old child we're saying what was the age we're saying? Like four to twelve. Yeah. Four to twelve taking it. Hmm. I will say I will because I'm a person for the vaccine, mm-hmm. I will say I I say yes, but I say it with caution. Yeah. I wouldn't want, mm-hmm. like, again, when I hear stuff like Johnson and Johnson, right? Yeah. I'm like, okay, that's kind of like, okay, I'm not, I'm, that's kind of weird to me what's going on there. Um, I do hear your point, Ricardo, where you're saying they could probably grow an immune system, something to it. But again, it, it comes down to the science. And if it's FDA approved and they have researched this, it's not like it's, it's not FDA approved. Right. It's FDA approved going into schools mm. i'm gonna go ahead and say i'm comfortable with it because they went through the necessary steps to ensure that um, for the majority this should be safe yeah. um so i will go for it because i believe there'll be more good done than harm but can i can i just but, for argument's sake yeah, yeah for sure for I'm argument's still, sake like on the fence still when you, when you see stuff like this though but mm-hmm. it's like am i like the immune system your immune system grows right mm-hmm. it gets stronger but it, we know that for sure. Remember when you was young, they say throw dirt on your knee if you <laughs> scraped it? Because of, I remember you that. You remember that, right? It was just more like you're supposed to build your immune, your system is supposed to continue to build. That's but right. we're constantly, we're not giving, we're not vaccinating them with COVID, right? If we're helping them with their pre-existing condition. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. If you have pre-existing conditions, COVID hits you the worst. Mm-hmm. If you're hospitalized, most likely when people are hospitalized, they have more than two pre-existing uh, conditions. Mm-hmm. So what happens is the vaccine is supposed to help those people with pre-existing conditions, especially if you have respiratory issues, heart issues, you know, stuff like. Um, and so, we're, what you're saying, what I'm hearing is, let's vaccinate these people who don't have pre-existing conditions. You know, that that uh, that if it's a just-in-case thing, let's just give them all vaccines just in case they end up getting pre-existing, then, then we're, doing, we're doing a what-if situation here. And it's not, the what-if should be more like, uh, what if they don't need it? And just to, just to tag, yeah, well, kind of fire back on Yeah, 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 <laughs> sure. And I do hear what you're not, and I agree with what you're saying, but I also see like the counter argument to that would be, you know, because they're also, again, so young, their mm-hmm. immune system is not fully developed either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the vaccine is kind of giving them that boost. That's boost, that yeah. their boost. Not saying you're not getting COVID, as we all know, mm-hmm. but it's just giving that extra boost to fight it. Because if mm-hmm. they were to get it, then... It, it, it can be some dire consequences because yeah. it's not like it's only all children in the school. Mm-hmm. They're also going to be next to some adults, some yeah. professors and teachers, and someone, well, they might have COVID, you mm-hmm. know? So and now they give it to a child in the classroom. Real quick, um, there are kids who already are born with underlying like, diseases. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, true. True. that's true. That's true. That's, 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 that's a point. Yeah, true. we do know that. Good point. Very yeah. good point. Because like me, I, I was born with asthma. I have asthma. Like, I've been excited all the time since I was a kid. So it's like... Alright, in my head, cool. I was already, I already knew I was gonna get the vaccine because I was. I, was I always thought that well, ethno was an um, environmental, um, uh, one of those things that was environmental. So I didn't know that. That's what I was gonna be... say too. I thought it was also environmental. Yeah. Like you probably were kind of a young age. But I don't know. No, not, not either. But you could probably be born with it. I know environmental yeah, factors I, I definitely know, contribute yeah. to it. I didn't know that you could yeah, be born yeah, with it. Yeah, yeah, it does. But I just always thought that that was environmental. 
I'm glad like the environmental, but I guess you mm -hmm. can, it can be both as well. Yeah, yeah. the environmental doesn't exaggerate it for sure. It can be very minor to the point where you don't yeah. know it. Well, if you're like an environment that I had to, yeah. I had to look up maybe a, a fact. I wanted to know how many children died off of COVID. Mm -hmm. You know, because it's important to know. I think in in the conversation that how effective um is how, how strong is COVID hitting our children? You know, mm -hmm. like is it. Are they just getting a cold and we find out they had COVID and that, or because of a parent or adult had a, a strong COVID case? Anyways, it says among the 3.5 million COVID-19 deaths reported uh, in the MPIDR coverage database, which, excuse me if I don't know what that is, 0.4%, about 12,300 occurred in children and adolescents. So only 12,300 children only. That's a lot. But... Uh, under 20 years of age of the uh, over 12.3 deaths reported in those under 20 of age 50 percent occurred among adolescents between the ages of 10 and 19 and 42 percent among children ages 0 to 9 so 12,300 of that number only only 50 percent uh 58 percent was from 10 to 15 and 42 from zero to nine. Mm -hmm. so That's a small number. I just want to throw that out there. It is a small number, but so still catching yeah. it. I don't know the number, but the point of catching it, I know some children under two that got it in the first part of COVID and had been hospitalized. And, you know, the trauma that is causing a family is, is severe. You know what I mean? Yes. That the children did overcome it, but they were temperatures of 104, mm -hmm. four days in, um, uh, what do you call that, ICU, you know what I mean, so you have to think about that as well, but thank God those numbers are low, but that's costly. Yeah. And it's very expensive to the healthcare system. Most Guys, definitely. speaking of that, today's topic yeah. is love don't cost a thing, but COVID does. Say it again. Amen. Love don't cost a thing, but COVID does. So love today we're talking about some of the um, the costs that are associated with um, COVID. Miss Renee, you jump right into that. Oh, yeah. All right, so you want me to jump into that? Yeah. Oh, okay, so, um, so for costs and COVID, it's a, astronomical basically so we were just talking about the young children in icu icu costs are expensive um just the other day i had to make a visit to the er to check on a loved one couldn't get in i was like okay but it there were a lot of people in there and so um that's expensive i mean my background is from insurance and insurance healthcare is prevention and so one of the things we always try to do is keep people out of the er and out of icu if from zero to, uh, uh, I think it's well, like zero to one or zero to birth. So a lot of people, children were dying back mm -hmm. way back. Mm -hmm. So with COVID, I'm glad to hear those numbers are low, but it's expensive to um, have to treat people with COVID. And then the underlying conditions after COVID, I know some people that had COVID so that weren't vaccinated, that are, um, having therapies, all kind of things going on. And, and believe me, insurance companies, I still do insurance, they are looking at that to increase their policies and premiums. So, and the perspective of protection for the future, I could see costs going up. We see costs going up uh, all over because of lack of um, people not at work. Yeah. So prices are going up in our grocery store. Our grocery stores are empty with product. I mean, and, and basically I did some research going back to Spanish flu and back to um, 
the um, what is it, uh, Spanish Small, flu and, and, smallpox, and smallpox, smallpox, right? Way back, it, and it took three thousand years, I think, to eradicate um, smallpox, mm -hmm. which is insane. But I mean, think about where how long it was. But the the um, the economic tragedy was severe, and so we could should look at that and look at that and see when we hear all these economic people on TV talking about the economy and foreseeing that you know, the worst is yet to come, or maybe, you know, um, think about uh, planning differently financially because we're still not seeing the uh, ramifications of COVID-19 in the last two years. And we still don't even know health-wise where we're gonna be. So how can we even think we're gonna be okay financially? So for me, um, prevention um, for insurance companies is definitely huge. Um, and economically, they're definitely going to be looking at um, the cost because they're about protecting us, but they're also about making money. So they're going to want to change those numbers. So you'll see um, on your applications, you know, questions being different. <clears throat> you know, usually it's like, have you been in the hospital in like the last five years? Pretty much everybody probably has yeah, been. Yeah. Yeah. So how's that question going to look? Was it for COVID? Did you get COVID? What happened with COVID? Did yeah. you have therapy? I mean, it's going to be crazy. So those are some economic things I could see I think change. it's interesting you brought up the fact of mm. the post-COVID. Mm. Wow, mm. yes. Before COVID, you mean other diseases? Well, I'm talking about how people are affected after even getting COVID. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think I saw a picture on um, uh, National Geographic's on a lung. Oh, wow. Post-COVID. Really? And I will show it to you guys. It's, uh, it, but you can see the damage that wow. was done if this person had COVID, you oh, know? Um, and uh, so what we're also hearing about is people, um, you know, after getting COVID, having to constantly go back to the hospital to get checked up because they have having issues breathing. They're having issues at night. They still get migraine. Their body still feels weak. You know, they still mm -hmm. haven't got the energy. Right. And this is weeks, maybe months, months after later. COVID. So we're talking cost, you the, the effect, cost effect, effect yeah. that COVID has is I'm taking, I have to take this day off of work, right? Yeah. If my job didn't let me go because I'm not vaccinated, yeah. where I didn't make that money. But now my job kept me. I get tested every week. That's costly. Mm -hmm. I have to... Um, um, you don't get COVID pay anymore, and, that, and I don't have. There's no such that. thing as COVID yeah. pay. Yeah. You know, we, where if you and got the bid, everyone didn't get that. And, you, and, 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 and you had to take off of work when you, if you can't come, even if you're vaccinated, if you were here, um, or just working anywhere, if you um, are showing symptoms, they don't want you to come to work. That's right. But they also not gonna pay you. And so symptoms, right. the common cold symptoms re resemble so those so, of yeah. COVID. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah. So if you even showing any symptoms. Please stay home. I've always been that person, though. Don't come to work sick. But still, but now it's different now. It's no, different. Yeah, yeah. now. It's different. It's but, different. Uh, but we're talking cost-wise. Yeah. Yeah. I'm losing yeah. money. That's right. I'm losing money yeah. when I have to take time off of work to go get tested. Yeah. I'm losing money when I can't go to work because I got the sniffles. Mm -hmm. I'm losing money when I have to take time out my schedule for those to get their booster shots. Yeah. And then I could potentially well, lose money. And if money. you get sick, like let's say that your, your booster makes you feel sick as well. So you take That's it off. That's true. You have to take you that time off. I'm taking mine out. You have to plan accordingly. I, and then, yeah, you do. And if you got bills that are backed up, you know what I mean? You're out of getting in debt because of COVID or you're just not making money. 
Because of COVID. Paycheck to paycheck. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Taking a day off, that's... Which is normal, by the way. That's, that's I want to say over 60% of Americans don't have $1,000 in their bank that's account. That's true. I've heard that. That's very true. How about, it's not you that's sick, but you're working, you have children, mm. and your caregiver gets sick, mm -hmm. and then your daycare, there's no space in daycares, or they don't have enough employees. Uh. So now you have to leave your job or, to care for your kids, or your caregiver is your relative and now you got to take care of your caregiver yep. and yep. can't go to work there or the school shut down and then you can't go to work because yep. now you got to do homeschooling for your that's kids right, right. right. That, that, right. Happens, that happens well, that happened multiple that's times happened a yeah. lot of but times now we got no masks so chances are oh, no, now we do have masks the mask is back on yeah just for two weeks it's just oh. he just extended it two okay. weeks they wanted it to end like immediately but that why why did you want that now i'm i'm again I'm with the no mask, guys. I'm good for I'm it. happy not wearing a mask, yeah. but I also understand the the the, the impact that this has yeah. with protecting with each other. And this in this environment even right now, we're not six feet apart. We prefer to be six feet apart instead of wearing masks, but we can't do that. That's not oh, reasonable. Yeah, it's not reasonable. For I don't people. know who the gentleman is, but he's head of the health department in New York, and he's on a commercial all the time on Channel Five. And he's steady saying, you know, what type of mask to wear oh, and, and how important it is to upgrade your mask. At the same time, in other, just across the border of a state line, people are fighting to take off their children's masks. Blows my mind. Mm. I don't, I don't understand the balance. Like, from, right? yeah. It's like, <laughs> you're saying this, but not saying that. Right yeah. across, there used yeah. to be a toll booth. Like, there's no toll booth. You're just like, mm, you're right there. And. Even the, um, the housing that. market, though, um, to try to rent apartments now, guys, these prices oh, are, like, they, I, I, I'm going to speak for myself. I can't afford it. Like, um, even minimum wages, it's, it's not no. minimum wages like it used to. Oh, my God. Like, you at least can, like, you know, get something basic. But no, like, even for, um, in the state of Connecticut, y'all, um, I had called, uh, this is a true story, guys. I called an apartment. I'm looking for a new, a new apartment. I said, yeah, I'm looking for a one-bedroom. You know, nothing, nothing too much, right? Guys, they had quoted me $2,145 a month yes. for a one-bedroom. Do you hear me? The top, How many square the top feet? floor? The top floor? The top floor? What do you know? Do you know what the square footage was? I this for days, but it was little to none. Like, and I'm like, guys, you're crazy. Even for a, um, a studio apartment, a, a box, really. Yeah, you're paying at least thirteen for a box. Yeah. No homes, homes have. A, I just got an email because I was hoping to buy. I was hoping to buy a house. Now I'm gonna buy a condo, but I'm like, maybe not. Maybe I'm just gonna move. But the thing is, they send me emails, and houses that used to be two hundred and maybe fifty thousand are now four hundred thousand. Yeah, I think oh, housing okay, right now guys. is becoming uh, for the average Joe a little unaffordable, and then mm -hmm. you throw COVID in the mix. Yeah. We didn't check it out. What's so interesting is that you were get fired. Um, there was this moment. I'm not sure if you still do it now. That's just how things change. But you would be fired if you didn't get vaccinated. You would have to quit or get let go because you're not vaccinated. There, uh, this is something good for the new news. But Mississippi is trying to pass a law, a bill, okay. to repay those that got let go oh, to wow. compensate them, and the company is gonna have to pay them a lump sum. Or pay it over months. That's amazing. For a year. That is, that that's is amazing, amazing for Mississippi, too. That's well, awesome. I'm pretty sure there's more states that's wow. considering it, too. Yeah, but the idea is that 
you got to look how many people had to leave their jobs. Mm. So that don't. there was an economy in the states mm. that had looked like it was dead and in. Mm-hmm. And they said, you know, something's going on. There's a bunch of people that's unemployed. And these people are the ones that vote us in. So we have to do something for these people. Yeah. And then look at what they're doing. I, I can see how money was effective for these people. You yeah. can imagine money being really hard, like lack of. They didn't have any money. So right. transportation was probably an issue. Mm-hmm. Getting groceries, which is skyrocketing, like yes. gas prices. Um, here, it, this is this is live. Um, it says Ontario and Canada, there's a, they're declaring a state of emergency amid trucker um, protests. Right and here, that is good. Wow, no one that mentioned again. that. No please one mentioned that. Repeat that, please. Canada um, pro- um, province declares a state of emergency amid trucker protests. Oh, while a trucker protesting? The truckers are protesting. And it's been for a week now. Y'all seen the grocery store. Yeah. About the promise. It's not that it's a food shortage. It's a problem of um, having people to deliver these foods. Okay. Like, literally. And that's a a consequence. There's a consequence for um, trying to force everyone to get vaccinated and using money to be the incentive. Protests will change things a lot of times. I remember when there used to be trucker um, convoys because of gas gouging many, many years ago. Mm. So that may bring a result of something. But in the meantime, people suffer. Yeah. We weren't getting gas then. We weren't getting food then. So well, we're going to see that again. You can't buy groceries now. You yeah. might as well go out to eat. You, it's Fact. cheaper to go out to Fact. eat than go yes. grocery shopping. I see a, a carton of strawberries. Eight dollars and forty nine cents, and I'm not exaggerating. Eight dollars and four. I wish I would. They're probably gonna go rotten. I'm just saying. <laughs> Yo, but it's just wild that how how we're at a place where the cost of living mm-hmm. is increasing. But our wages are not. Uh, and our wages <laughs> no, are not. Wages are, and we're, the They're wages not reflecting are, the cost of that. It's cost not. And how how would you say that is affecting us though when it comes to something like COVID uh, hesitancy or something like. Uh, you know, like how how is any of this like cost of living? Is it gonna make it easier for us I mean, to say, trust? Is it make it easier for us to I, get I vaccinated? It's, it's making our government relax the um vaccination, like the like the mandates and stuff they were doing. It's helping them to relax it. Okay. If, you, if you guys remember, um, nurses were working in hospitals without for like the first year of COVID when things were hot and heavy. Right. Oh, they were working without a um without a vaccine. They were, and then they were fired. Because they didn't want to get vaccinated. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I remember so that. So now we're talking about a shortage of nurses and um, hospital personnel, but you fired them. Yeah. So, uh, but now, like, I'm, I'm glad to hear See? that states are starting to repay them back and, like, you know, be relax a little bit to get these people back in the workforce. We yeah. need. And like, we are people who need people. You I cannot, just want to reel that back in, though, because a lot of people died during that. Yeah, that went yes. into the hospital. Yeah, exactly. And died. And nurses, and I they never knew. Risk. They could have died. They could have died too, but they may have been putting other people at risk. But now people can go to work if you're yeah. vaccinated with COVID. So here you are putting people still That's putting true. people yeah. at risk. So, which I want to just say that for what we were talking about, um, this country's steam, um, inflation and uh, mm-hmm. depressions and things, and yeah. a lot of times it was around flus. And viruses were all in there. We never get the history at the same time in schools. I don't even know if they teach this stuff in school anymore, but there was a great migration during the Spanish flu. And that wasn't just because of the flu. It was because of economics. It was because of racism. It was because of Jim Crow. It was a lot of reasons. So people migrated from the south to the north. And that was economic also. So we're going to see, I think, a lot more migration. And we've already seen it. Like when New York was on fire with COVID crazy and it's real tight in there. 
we've seen a lot of people moving, moving to Connecticut. Yes, yes, yes. And that's part of why our prices have increased here because they made more money there. They, they And they were like, whoa, Connecticut, I get a bigger apartment. I get a bigger yes. house. For the and same they can rate. afford it. We can't. But they're still they, getting New York wages moving to Connecticut. They are, but yep. their taxes will be different and they don't know the full story and their transportation costs yeah. will be expensive too. But I've even done in, it in before. New York, you can get yeah. um, for a studio, you might be paying 21 for a studio in New York. Yeah. It, it's actually quite cheap for them. When I say, yeah, it's a two bedroom, it's a two bedroom for, um, for, for 15, 16. That's it? Yeah, but. But I'm saying their monthly costs yeah. to live in Connecticut still will catch up to them. We've heard some people say, wow, I'm moving back to New York because I didn't know the traffic was two hours, three hours to get to yeah. work. I didn't know that Metro North, um, the monthly bill for the Metro North to commute back and forth was this and that. Yeah. You know what I mean? It depends on who it is. I mean, if you have an employee, you know, a very good income coming from New York, yeah. But if you're just a basic worker and you just had a higher income, doing something here, it's still, you're still caught up in poverty because you have extra cost. Yeah. You have two state tax to pay, things like that. So it, it's, it's we're gonna find out, not this year, but in a couple of years. Yeah. It takes time to figure out what happens with an epidemic and a pandemic. And That's so true. I don't know why everybody is all immediate about wanting to do things because we have a lot of history that shows us what happened during pandemics and epidemics. And a lot of it is very similar. And what's so um, disheartening to me is a lot of it was um, a lot of people of color, all the way back to the Indians, were um, put at risk intentionally, were held back from getting treatments when they needed it. It, it just really, um, I, I guess that's why they didn't teach the history, because it's not very flattering. It's so interesting you say country. that, because history is really, um, we, we all know history repeats itself. Yay! It's so interesting how um how this new, not us millennials, but the generation after us, how lack of history they are you know, educated on. You know, mm -hmm. um because something that maybe we were taught by our grandparents, of course this next generation wouldn't know it unless we taught it to them. Mm -hmm. um, but it's it's like if we, I guess if we understood going into this pandemic, the history of pandemics, the history of vaccinations, then we probably would have made better decisions, you know, so, a little so. better educated decisions yeah. for ourselves and our family, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And so maybe hesitancy wouldn't be there, yeah. you know, yeah. but I do think if, um, and she made a great point, uh, the history, if we can always refer to history and how we handled it then, what we did wrong what we did right yeah. and how can we improve in those areas so we, we like to we like to do this thing where we um keep out the unflattering parts of course or like, even like look right now it's black history month mm -hmm. and a lot of people will say oh well, why do the african-americans need a whole month because our history right now is predominantly of white white history like, yeah. and we get the shortest month as yeah well. like uh, let's be clear like it's we get to we keep the unflattering parts or we like kind of like um christopher christopher um columbus we, you can't discover something that's already there. Like, and yet it's, it's still in the history books. We still get a um, day. I'm not complaining about the day off. I take the day. However, that's not that's not like you know true history. So like, right, that's right. still we're still doing that narrative. Well, um, that goes into some racial systemic, right? Am I right? Yeah. We talked about it. You like I, we probably can go into um, a bunch of how race uh, 
alters our mindset on the reason why certain people think the way they did is because of history when it came to racial wars. It all, it's a lot of yeah. a lot of our hesitancy is in that area even. Um however, um we probably should wrap it up. I'm glad yeah. you put war in there though, because there's a lot of talk about wars now and also during epidemics and pandemics, wars were a big key part during those histories. And right now, uh you'll hear a lot about uh things going on in Russia and different places. Um, so, you know, I think we did deploy some troops recently somewhere. That's so, interesting. Yeah. I wonder how So just keep your eye on your history and your current events. COVID is going to take the backseat <laughs> of the news when it comes to that or vice versa. I don't know. Because COVID <laughs> is still very real. Yeah. yeah. And um, people should get tested. Get tested uh, as much as you can. And if you get any have any symptoms, stay home. Am I right, guys? Yeah, we yeah. should actually stay, promote stay, that. Stay, Wear your mask as much as possible. But uh, thank you guys for joining us on Straight Talk for Straight Understanding. Follow us uh, on our GBAP social media, which is uh, G-B-A-P-P-I-N-C. That's GBAP Inc. on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Thank and Twitter, you. too. And Twitter as well. Oh, and Twitter, yes. Thank yes. you, guys. Have a good one.